God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. Chat. Sister. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Member. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> whoa. Wow. Whoa. Hey, hey. Members of the delegation. Um, listen. <laughs> doing the best that it can and we are doing the best that we can and I'm trying to find the live on my Facebook page I am too so that I can see the comments from the delegation oh there it is on YouTube boom shakalaka what it be like let's see where are we on Facebook yeah I know it's on Facebook I'm on YouTube okay listen ladies and gents okay so this is the Want Me Evolve podcast, and I am not here by myself. I am being joined by the incredible, powerful, amazing what? Pastor what? Cordex Coleman Hello. and Dr. Anita Phillips. What up, delegation? Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Let me tell you something. Um, we are on an off day. Today is Wednesday. When, are you sure? Yes. Today is Wednesday, Wednesday March Wednesday. 4th. Okay. It is. Today is Wednesday, March 4th. We don't know what day it is because we've been on tour. Yeah. And we've been on a bus for Too a, long. a long time. 10 days? 10 days. We're 10 days into the bus thing. And how, what has your experience been like on the bus and on tour and in life? Well, you know, the first day on the bus I had a panic attack because my god sister told me that it was like rolling into a coffin. <laughs> Not the best, uh, the it's bunk, the best it's example. Just, it's and so <laughs> upon trying out the bunk, I literally started panicking like tears. Real life tears. I think I I had it on. I was recording. You were, you were. But then when I saw you were actually crying, but I just yeah, got real. Just got got me. Yes, real panic. Kidding. Real panic. So yeah. I moved so I could be across from Dr. Anita so that if I did have another panic attack, that I would be safe. Um, so I'm the only one on the bus who doesn't sleep with her curtain closed because I just. Can't handle the clothes in space. But I am also the only one on the bus getting the best sleep yes, ever. That, that brought my feather was. bed, brought my down comforter, Cor- brought my body pillow. Cor, what size is your bed? Uh, it's a twin extra large. <laughs> it's a twin extra large. Yeah, and I'm yet still uh, resting well in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, Dr. Anita, how's your bus experience? You know, been? I've been enjoying the bus. I'm not sleeping as well as my sis Cora. And- <laughs> I'm feeling some kind of way about that because from my bunk, I can see her as she said she moved to be near me and I'm being tormented by (laughs) how deeply she's sleeping. 
but I'm not I'm not jealous. Um, I want you guys to know that the bus, one of the buses, there's four buses we're traveling with. One of the buses broke down on the way to Detroit. Mm. Um, so we had to leave the bus on the side of the road and then all of the team members, which were about 12 who were on that bus, had to then kind of like spread out into the other buses. And Core slept through the entire the thing. Entire thing. <laughs> I mean, the entire thing. They're getting nothing. off of her bus. They're climbing on top of her bunk. They're yep. coming from underneath. Like doors are being slammed and closed. A word. With the curtain open. With my curtain open. So that's power. I get rest, okay? The name of my playlist is I Bet I Rest. Okay, that's the I name bet. of your playlist. Yes, my sleeping playlist. Why did you name it that? Because I bet I read it. <laughs> I'm going to share that playlist. Okay. I need whatever you got because that's sleeping. I'm going to send it to you right now. Send it to you right now. Okay, so we are live on YouTube. I don't, I don't have Facebook. I don't see it on Facebook either. Facebook. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are seeing it there. But right, I see YouTube, Tiffany Tony says, hello, everyone. Leo Chick says, hello, ladies. Donietta says, I made it to the chat. What's up, child? Martinique says, yes, live YouTube is so better. Well, yeah, Facebook want to get some love, too. Listen, it is just that time of the week where we just get together. Yes. And we just do whatever it is that we can do when we come together. All right. So, Corey, explain what Rescue Eve is to people. While okay. I'm so, Rescue Eve is the segment in the podcast where... We take uh, the latest headline um, where someone has known better but maybe didn't necessarily do better and we try to figure out if we're going to rescue them via floaties, via boats, via jet, helicopter, whatever we feel may be needed on in that experience and in that moment. So we've got a few rescue eaves today and, and we're going to see what we can do for the people. Y'all know I... Don't have mercy for the people. Oh, oh man, that's uh, <laughs> okay. Why, or uh, what? Help us understand that the mercy thing. Why did that just? Hey, right, out? I'm working hard because my sister kind of, Doctor Anita kind of swept in on me last night. I was trying to kind of stay away from her, but I wanted to be emotional support for my nieces and nephews during our little group activity in our bus last night and I found out that my power position is mercy but I don't necessarily give mercy to people that I don't feel deserve it. So I have conditional mercy. What's a power position? I don't understand that. Part. I'm the most powerful spiritually when I'm operating in mercy. Which is why it's hard for you to give it? It's very difficult for me to give mercy to people that I feel do not deserve it. Mm -hmm. So like if you hurt me or you hurt somebody that I love or I feel like you're trying to get over on somebody that I love, I, I, have, I struggle really hard giving mercy to people. But like if you, if I really feel like you're innocent, like it's easy for me to give mercy to children and people that I really feel like have a heart that need mercy. But I'm I'm working hard on on the mercy part and rescue Eve. I I don't really give too too much mercy for the people. What I I be giving mercy? Can, what's my power position? Well, you we gotta do go the questionnaire. The activity yeah. and, uh, yeah. And, but we can get it done. So you can't guess. You, can you, no. you can guess. No. You can guess. She already knows. <laughs> I don't know. The way you I don't know. You don't know. I don't. You, I you can't, can't say guess? for sure because I wouldn't want to put your word words in your mouth. But it's probably somewhere in the zone of. Um, 
Maybe where there's less control available to you. Oh. Wait, say the same Maybe, maybe sometimes <laughs> in, in an environment where there's less control available to you. I do what? Um, but that might be a position where you shut down. Where you shut down and so learning to be in that space can be a very powerful space for you spiritually when you are laying down your idea of how things need to be and, and that's probably why yeah well that's why we're on tour doctor yeah Nina. yeah because yeah. i do like to be in control of things yeah yes. you like to know what's going on you like to have a plan you like it to be predictable i really yes. really do yeah yeah you've yeah. always been that way i've always been that yeah. way i don't do well without a plan yeah okay well this next one to know where is this survey i don't know <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll have to do it. What's I'll your power position? That. That's a great question. What's my Martin power position? Oh, what is yeah. your power position? Self, self-sacrifice. Ah. Self-sacrifice so is my power position. So you went a little further position. than I did. Yeah. yeah. Self-sacrifice. And um, it's about, it may look like on the surface I'm sacrificing deeply. Um, but no, not usually. <laughs> when it really gets down to the thing inside me, that's just like, nah, you can't have that. You know? those limits are, are spaces where I can begin to cross over into the spirit realm and really become powerful. So it's also a space where we're most emotionally well, most emotionally healthy. Really? Because our spiritual and our, and our mental health, particularly when it comes to our emotions, are very connected. When I am not in control, that's probably the place where I am most emotionally well. No, when because the, I feel when like a need, fool. When the, <laughs> When you reach the place where the need is not so great, your, your emotional wellness will be flourishing in a new way. When the need is not as great as it has been, when the when the, the plan need to be in control, right? Because right. the plan is protecting something. It's a it's a form of protection. And when what your the plan is protecting you from is no longer a threat, then and you operate better. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> just saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was just an activity. It was just okay. a little, It's a really powerful activity. activity. Okay, so we finally got Facebook. I had to do Facebook okay, Live Facebook. on my cell phone because I don't know what's happening, but that's fine. Listen, we are day 10 on the bus. If you're watching on YouTube, you already know that. And this is us just doing the podcast. It's time for us to do Rescue Eve. Um, Cora's going to rescue people because Mercy is I'm our power position. Yeah. We're tired. Uh, our voices are stressed. Life yeah. is just out here doing the best that it can. It's not going and on. we're it's what? It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on, but it's everything is fine. Okay, so let's start with the rescuing. I see South Carolina. Jackie Smith is in the building. Alyssa Trevino from Ashburn, Virginia. Alyssa, I used to live in Leesburg, Virginia. Like, I used to live right off of, what is that, 7? Wegmans was my spot. I had my daughter at a Loudoun County Hospital. Come yes, on. I used to live there. Okay. Detroit is in the building. What's up? All right, listen. So we're going to try and rescue people. Okay, um, I got a comment where people didn't understand the whole point in us rescuing folks, and that's all right. The Holy Ghost understands. It's really us having to exercise. The Maybe they need to be rescued. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They will come. We all. There's a part of us that just wanted to make this a Q and A episode because yeah, this is where we are in life. Um, and it's it's still up for the. I mean. <laughs> Who knows I mean, things can change. Things <laughs> can change drastically. Definitely. Okay, so our first story is about uh, Life Jennings had a lot to say about Eva Marcel's decision to change her daughter's last name. That ain't none of his business. 
Core Mercy Power Yes. <laughs> Core, how did you forget already? I'm sorry. It's I'm working on it. Okay. okay. Mercy. Okay. Out of nowhere, Life Jennings has a lot to say about Eva Marcel's personal life. If anyone knows anything about Eva's relationship with her ex-boyfriend, to say it was rocky is an understatement. Eva has let the show follow her as she goes through the process of changing her daughter's last name. Once her custody battle is over with her ex, uh, once it came to a close, she started moving forward with the name change. So this, I think, is something worth discussing because I see a lot of women... Uh, myself included, who have been in maybe what could be a toxic relationship. They have met people who are healthy additions to their family. And then there's this dynamic of you have this spouse that maybe is unstable, or ex-spouse rather, that is unstable. But the child is in this new family dynamic and the name change. Is that, what do y'all think? Is she, I don't, is she wrong for changing the name? No, she's she not wrong. Name. She uh -huh. changed his last name, okay. changed her last name. And the father has not been active. He was abusive. Okay. He took her through hell and high water. And her husband, her now husband was adopted as well. Her daughter wanted her name to be changed and so they are a family they're a family unit she didn't like that she was the only one out of the whole family who didn't have the same name mm -hmm. they're having another baby and her brother's last names are sterling she wanted to have the same last name as her brothers she should she should have what she wants eva is in a happy relationship she's with a loving man who wants to adopt her child and it's none of our business how people want to live their life. It ain't like then he need to change his name. Okay. <laughs> it ain't no Core. nobody business. Core. It ain't nobody business what this baby wants to do with her life. Uh -huh. That's her child. She can do whatever she wants. If she wants to change her, her name to Big Bird. She okay. can change her name right, to whatever she wants to change her I name. I want to thank you for that. Dr. Anita. <laughs> you know, I agree with, I do agree with what we're saying. I really? Think, yeah, absolutely. Because particularly that it was the daughter's interest. Yeah. That it wasn't something that was forced on her. But she was saying, I want this identity. I want to be a part of this unit that's nurturing me. I think that that's very powerful. And that's an opportunity for her to deepen her sense of connection with the unit. Mm -hmm. I don't see Andrea Weller said, core is a mood. <laughs> action today. Good today. Eric Fielder said, core is life. <laughs> Cora is a whole, why is Cora mood? Cora cannot be y'all's mood. Be different. Cora's not allowed to be your mood. I, I, I bind the spirit of Cora being your mood. <laughs> no, I don't want that for you. <laughs> and, and Tress says, I was with Cora, but she went off track. If she want to change that baby name to Big Bird. Now you lost it. Big Bird Sterling. Listen, I'm just saying she can do what she wants. Okay. Um. So. Uh. So this we're rescuing. We gonna rescue that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are we trying to rescue Live Jen? Is we trying to rescue Eve? Eva. Well, we should try and rescue Eva because her name is like Eve and it's closer to the segment. Yeah. I mean, but technically speaking, if we were really exercising grace, because Eva's an easy rescue. Right. Life is the more challenging rescue. And I think maybe it, it's not his business, right? He it's it's not. not his business. However, he's maybe speaking up on a, a subculture 
of fatherhood that is often demonized and maybe they aren't understood and so he was trying to like stand up for him maybe we should try well to yeah him. i could get it if he was a good father but he wasn't but he beat her while she was holding his child so let's not do good dad routine here life is not getting a rescue for me sorry can't practice mercy for that it's none of his business we got to mind our business, drink our water, refuse okay. to lose. Yes, okay. Uh, I don't know who Life Jennings is, but I'm not impressed with the introduction that I just got. Can I go ahead and confess that? <laughs> I have no idea who Life Jennings is. Is there anybody who's going to try and be different on this podcast? <laughs> Can I just tell the truth? Can I, can I, I don't honest, know who that is. But, can I but be, this introduction But does. can I be honest with y'all? Yes. We all had a meeting about trying to bring our best selves to this we podcast. Did. And did. I feel like no one has moved the needle <laughs> at all. That everyone is just resting and tired and exhausted and not trying. Yeah. I don't know We're who that is. We're going to do better. We're going to do better. But I don't like the introduction I just got. So I'm going I'm going. He needs to mind his business. Okay. All right. So I tried that. Um, let's move on. What does the no. delegation say? Do, Do they, they want to rescue him? The delegation. Because I bet they know he is. Um, uh, Keisha says, I'm with Corey. Don't rescue life. Andrew says, he also disowned the child on social media. He's trash. Um, Clara says, Cora has spoken. Leslie says, gotta love Cora. BK Smith says, true Cora. Does anyone have anything to say that's not about Cora? Hey, and it's, it's all story. about Cora right now. And I'm good. Um, let's see. Divine says, she don't know who he is because he only had, like, one hit. I don't even know. <laughs> I see. So it's not just me. Shots fired. No, what was that Life Jenny song? Hold on. I'm oh, the maybe shade. I'll Maybe I'll know the song. I'm gonna sing it for you. Oh, the maybe shade. Maybe I'll know the song. It must be. Must be nice. Yes, that's Is all. It a song or a rap from three thousand years no, ago. No, no, must be nice. Tell him to get in the studio and mind I'm your business. Mind your business. And that's why I don't know. I'm saved. Okay. That's what oh, it is. Come I'm on, holy ghost. She's saved. Yeah. I don't know. And okay. really, I don't know that song. Kara says, "Sarah, it's enough from the delegation." The delegation it's says, "No." Good. Natural, natural divas to adore Joni that says, let's rescue life to give him a chance to drink his water and mind his business. Let's, let's be, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, delegation says it's a no. For the most part, the delegation is saying no. And uh, someone asked me this, when we say no, what does that mean? Does that mean we're just leaving them to drown? No, we're not just leaving them to drown. We're letting God do what God can yes, only do in his yes. life. Okay. Jesus is going to have to rescue him. him. Okay. Shabraya says, sorry to this man, but it's a no. Okay. So let's move on then. Y'all didn't want to rescue him. Um, should we try and rescue the Honey Pot Company? Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the Honey Pot Company CEO has been experiencing some backlash after a Target commercial that recently went viral. Uh, in this commercial, she says, the reason why it's so important for Honey Pot to do well is so the next black girl that comes up with a great idea, she could have a better opportunity. That's what the founder, Beatrice Dixon, says in the ad. She says, that means a lot to me. Apparently, this didn't sit right with a number of Target's customers. As the criticism and harassment, Dixon tells Yahoo Lifestyle started almost immediately after the commercials released. So basically, people are upset about her saying, you know, creating opportunities for black girls with great ideas. That didn't sit well with people. And you know what? Before you guys start acting the way that I know you guys are going to act, I'm talking to Cora and Dr. Anita. <laughs> 
This is what I want to say. Mm. Okay, listen. Hear me clearly. Mm -hmm. This is an educational moment, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because the delegation is diverse. It's not just sister girls here, okay? Right. So can you try to educate without dragging why it is important that we have representation and why this isn't racism? Because Absolutely. from from an uneducated and I don't even mean that in like a demeaning way, but from someone who hasn't had the black girl experience, they literally may see this like black girl thing as like a black girl magic and black girl opportunities mm -hmm. as a form of racism because there's not a lot of awareness about the black experience. So before y'all go into Eve, can you try to be married first? All okay. right. I would say that women in general don't seem to have a problem with us recognizing the need to promote women's issues. And so I would challenge um, my non-black sisters, members of the sisterhood, who I'm going to assume, and they may come for me for this, that that's who's complaining, because I, I doubt it's black women who are complaining in mass, to recognize that just like it's not sexist to say we need to promote women, we need to have women in positions they haven't been in before, little girls need to see women running for president, little girls need to see women leading companies, there is a very special subset of women who have been also racially marginalized and so black women have some issues that are specific and to the extent that women need to be put in positions of power and kids to see that black women are having it happen less yeah and so we're behind we're behind the eight ball more so and so they have to recognize that these this intersection of our identity is real yeah yeah and if you haven't experienced what it means to be marginalized twice first gender and then race just slow down and trust us. If you love us, trust, trust us to yeah. tell you what it's like to be us. Mm -hmm. And then stand with us on that. Yeah. yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that just like our, like you said, our non, our non-African American sisters do what they can to create and build a legacy for their children. She is a mother to two beautiful black girls. And she is trying to do the same thing, build a legacy so that when her daughters want to go into companies that are majority owned by Caucasians and, and people that are not African-Americans, that they will get an opportunity. We don't see a lot of African-American lines in Target. Mm -hmm. You're just not seeing it. And so I don't think that she said it trying to segregate. I think that she said it in the hopes that when her daughters become CEOs and they want to start a business, like she's creating an opportunity for legacy for her daughters. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. If, if white people can do it, we should be able to do it as well. And what I love about what she's doing is that her product line is not just for exactly. black women. Yeah. You know, that we can do more than create hair products that only we use. Exactly. You know, that we can only create in a space that specializes to a customer base that is also black. But yeah. for this to be that we have a contribution to make to the larger culture is an important message that's really just starting to trickle down to black Absolutely. And, and so her, we need to express that. And her brand on the bottle, it says made for, for people with vaginas who have vaginas. 
You know, so it's like not a segregation we don't, of we don't. color. That's we what don't. Our, that's what the bottle says. I'm a honey bite user. We don't. Okay. All that's right. what it says. It says made for women with vaginas. We don't usually say because vagina. it takes one to know one. That's what our bottle says. Takes a vagina to know a vagina. Yep. That's right. what our bottle. That's what our bottle says. I feel suddenly so much closer to both of you. <laughs> Right now, I just, I, just, I feel a little flutter just, in the belly area right now. Like, I don't understand. I'm just saying it wasn't a segregation. That's what I'm saying. Or why we're talking about. That is what the, the honey pot yeah. is. The honey pot is for is the feminine wash. Right. And yeah. So it's okay. no longer the vagina monologue now. It's a dialogue. This right. This is the woman evolved part. Yes. yes. Not the vagina We are evolving monologue. in the vagina monologue. It's a group conversation. It's a group conversation. Nothing wrong with it. No longer. You brought it forward. Okay. This is your choice. So we're rescuing her because she she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. The question: Are we rescuing those who are complaining? Oh, is that is that that's who I would need to rescue? Yeah, let's rescue them by. Well, I'm saying there's a question on whether we should rescue those complaining. You try to rescue them. I, I would because I do feel like there's still, unfortunately, and a lot of education that needs to be pursued. And that kind of change happens in relationship. And we're still very segregated socially. Mm -hmm. um, and those that kind of change happens in relationship. It, and, and we sometimes are lacking in the diversity in our relationships and our social circles. You know what I say, though? Because there are we have a lot of listeners who are white and Mexican and Asian and all types of diversity that listen to the podcast. And I really do think if you don't have any like black friends or you don't have any white friends, then you do have to be intentional about exposing yourself yes, to that you culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think doing things like listening to podcasts, even coming to our events, getting outside of your mm -hmm. comfort zone mm -hmm. is really important so that you can understand the different um, dialogues mm -hmm. and the different issues that exist in cultures that you're simply not aware of. I can tell you uh, when we were living in like Agora Hills, um, California, and we were pretty much the only black family at the kids' schools, I forget, I think there was a, a, a shooting of an unarmed black kid, and unfortunately there's been so many of them that I can't even remember which one it was at that time. And I can remember walking around so devastated for the boys, so broken, but then seeing their friends just like bouncing around the school, like no issues at all because they, they just don't touch, care. They didn't, feel, they didn't yeah. feel it at all. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with the fact that they didn't feel it. We want to be in a place where we don't feel it, but it just stood out to me how different our lives mm -hmm. are and how different our concerns are. And so I think there is something to being exposed and connected in whatever capacity. I love when my white girls come out to the show and they be talking about child. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but at the end of the day, under that anointing, I think one of the things we see, not only do we recognize the differences that exist, but also the similarities. I've never been to a white event because I speak at a lot of different conferences where I'm usually sometimes the only black girl or one of very few black girls or I host events where there are mostly black women there. And I tell you, my message is in some capacity the same in every room mm -hmm. and it hits everyone the same. And I yeah. think neutralizing uh, the differences is important as much as highlighting that we do have a lot of similarities and so we do need to be connected. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Um, how about uh, Sarita? There's someone 
Sarita says something I can't repeat right now. Oh. Tiffany says, I think we as Christians should pray about it, and I agree with Rescue Her. She might just need a word of um, encouragement. Oh, uh, Father God. Sunday says, enjoying uh, you from Nigeria. Hey, child. Latifah says, yes, we can educate the people who have something to say after the class. If they understand, we can save them. If they still don't seem to understand in the year 2020, find your way. Find your own way to save grounds. Okay. Um, Keila says, some don't want to be educated. I'm leaving it to God. No rescue for them. But some do. Some do. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> what do we We're do? rescuing the owner. Because she's the one oh, being yeah, dragged. She she's went. the one being yeah, dragged. I'm rescuing the people and their feelings. This, yeah. I yeah, mean, but that's just because they're... They, I think it's like Dr. Anita said. They lack a full knowledge and understanding. And so, I mean, you can rescue ignorance. You can try. Yeah. We can try. Okay, well, thank you guys. It's probably better than the rest of rescuing irrational people. Mm. So I'm just hoping that it's a, an ignorance and not. Okay, irrational. next story. It's one of my favorites. Bless oh my, my God. God. This is a rescue. <laughs> I'm going to need so many details this, about this. With so many. Okay, so listen up, delegation. A woman was devastated to learn the plant she's been watering for two years is actually plastic. That I just me. <laughs> I just want to understand that what are we rescuing? First her of all, for? that because for watering a plastic her plant pain. for two years. Yes. But see, I, you know, no better, do better. Did this woman know better? Let me tell you. The article says love is so blind that it made a woman care for a piece of plastic for two years. A California stay-at-home mom who absolutely loved a succulent plant that she had been watering regularly in her kitchen since 2018 claims she just found out it is made of plastic. Did you say a secular plant? Succulent. Succulent. Oh, I was like, oh, what? okay. So those succulents—they usually have like rocks in the in the bowl. Yeah. So maybe she and they don't get very big. She's, what are we so, rescuing? Her feelings. She's uh, her devastation. Yes. She Child, <laughs> I am unable to can I about this plastic plant, Sarah. <laughs> I am disappointed. I'm disappointed that this even made it. Core. No, ma'am. Core. No. Core. No. Core. That don't tickle she you a little dedicated. bit. I'm not enough to rescue her. I want Core. I'm not. But if we don't rescue her, what are we saying? Right. What We're saying you should have known it was a plastic plant. <laughs> I'm trying. For two years, <laughs> homie. But some two don't years. Get big. Some Core. are small. But two years, though. Core. Plants be out here being real. Nah, Core. homie. No, nah. and here's the thing. Nah. I feel like right. Hold on. I feel like uh, I'm No, not it's not <laughs> work. Ain't no work. I feel like work. Some people are out here watering relationships. Oh, 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 for oh, two oh, years. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Some of y'all have been in watering relationships. Y'all judging a plant, but you've my been watering God, a relationship that's not God, real. My God, my okay. God. Well, I haven't, honey, so I'm still not helping this baby. Well. I'm not helping this baby. You devastated that you've been. I would be devastated to you wasted your whole two years watering this plastic. Of water. Yes, you ought to be devastated and disappointed. 
All the D's. In denial, devastated, disappointed. Do you know how proud she was that that plant stayed alive for two years? Listen, oh my God. Have you ever tried to keep a plant alive? They I, died. I, I, I yeah, couldn't. I, 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 I can't keep a single one my alive. My sis was you out here know living off of weaknesses. hope. She was living off of yeah. faith for two years. She was proud of herself. No. And then she went to move the plant. Y'all ain't even let me finish this story because y'all being haters. She went to transplant. She said, this plant need a new home. This plant need a she new base. Her she grow. took it out the plant. The plant is in styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> Now she's that, like, doesn't what is bless, real? that doesn't bless What is you? real in my life? That what is real? What, is real? what did I even count real? on in my life if this plant that I have given two years of my life to is not real? Y'all ain't never date nobody Ooh. for two years and find out that was a fraud. You've been planted in styrofoam this whole time. Ooh. Okay. I can't put it like that. I can't, man. Okay. I can't. Huh, delegation, help me. Okay, help me. I'm not Elect, elect Lady Teresa said, didn't she see that it wasn't growing? LOL. Succulent, stay small. Okay. Internet says, I'm just trying to figure out how strong is this styrofoam that it held two years of water. Look, that's what Luana Jacko said. Where has the water been going? That's what I want to know. What kind of styrofoam is this that held two years of water? Maybe it was hot. And it was evaporating quickly. I have no time, honey. She she should be devastated. I'm not rescuing her. She should. Can we rescue her? No, she should be devastated. Court, Let her be devastated. Mercy, power, seat. Listen, mercy. I can't. I'm not able to. Two I, years. Court, I want to rescue her. Uh, she can go in your boat. She ain't going in mine. <laughs> Chardell says I applaud her consistency because we keeping do. the plant alive is hard work. Technically, she didn't keep a plant alive. She. But she tried. <laughs> <I'm> she <laughs> so the but reality she did what is, she, to do to keep she the didn't alive. keep this plant alive. The, yeah, the plant was dead. Okay, I got another word. It's fake. I got it another word. word. I got another word. word. Okay, so Come she word. practiced on the fake plant so that when she went to go get the real plant, she uh -oh. already had the rhythm. She's been faithful. You've been thing. in a relationship where they was frauds, and you're wondering, did I waste my time? I hear God saying it was no. just practice. It's that just when the practice. real relationship comes you know how to water that thing yeah then she gonna be real devastated when that plant dies cool. oh, the, 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 the one the real plant i was receiving the word you know, on behalf of the women <laughs> go ahead and finish prophesying faster receive it i'm trying to receive it on receive. behalf of somebody somebody needed that word she gonna get that real plant and be devastated <laughs> for real because she's gonna find the real plant get bugs in there. it's a lot more work JP says Sarah can preach on anything. <laughs> anything. I found me a word. Anything. I found me a word. Okay. I'm not doing it. Um, I'm not. She's splashing. I'm not doing it. Ebony says, "Listen, y'all. When you care for a plant, you have to touch, purge, and water plant. Didn't she? Didn't feel it? We obviously don't take care of plants. No. Okay. She must be a landscape. Touching it. Touching her. Touching her. You better touch and feel plants. Okay. You better know what the plant's supposed to feel like. <laughs> so, no one's rescuing. Nah. Just not looking You're good. on your own. 
Okay, so that's fine. That's fine. I guess I'll be rescuing my sis. sis. I got your back, sis. I'm going to help her into your boat. I'm you know what she's going to need now that she don't have that plant no more? She's going to need something to do. Maybe a yeah. pet would be better. No, you know what she needs to do? No. Because no. she, mean, she obviously is not... The not with her she, but she ain't tied on too tight. No, she's not because you watered this plant for two years and didn't evaluate. She, she, didn't, she didn't touch it. She didn't feel it. She, so you give her an animal, that animal probably going to die real soon. Of course. Well, she don't, she don't do too well with Back to what it. I was saying. She's going to need something to do now. She'll and feed that. No, so maybe you're right. Stop interrupting <laughs> She's going to need something she, she to can, do. I suggested the no, no, guys. She should take up like photography or interior design. Um, if you're listening and you're watering a fake plant or a fake relationship, I want to encourage you to check out Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Okay, there are all types of classes. Classes about real productivity, how to build habits that last, styling your space, bringing creativity to interior design, Instagram-worthy photography, and so much more. Instagram-worthy photography. Core, your Instagram is trash. If you took this class, your Instagram would not be trash. It would be class. There you go. I'm trying to help you. I'm going to take a Okay, and I want to help you. I would like to become Okay, and you can get two free months. I know you like the word free. You know I like it. Listening to this podcast and you love the word free, you don't have time to go back to school. You need to go to Skillshare, okay? Join the millions of students no. already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two free months. That's right. Two. Skillshare is offering Woman Evolve listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash evolve. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash evolve to start your two free months now. <sighs> your approach, Sarah, you're a true pro. You are a true professional. Like, I need to up my game. You're a <laughs> And that is how you do an ad. <laughs> That's how you do it. There it is right there. Carlene Rice says Skillshare is good. Carlene has taken it before. Can you, we are going to take Skillshare. You know what we're skill we're going to learn? How to do a podcast. Because <laughs> does Skillshare have podcast classes? I want, I want my Instagram to be, my pictures to be Instagram worthy. Okay. okay. Deja Caldwell said, is this real? It's totally real. And most of the time I can make it more real. But today... This is what I have for you today. It's real. Two free months. Skillshare.com slash evolve. Okay. Vicky said this made my whole day. Zola says, can we rescue Cora trying to not laugh? <laughs> no, we can't rescue Cora. <laughs> Cora's not getting rescued. No mercy for No Cora. mercy for Cora. Listen, that's not fair. You have conditional mercy. I hope, I hope that y'all are enjoying this podcast because we had to turn the air conditioning off and it is hot. It is warming it up. It is hot. It's warming up. Underneath I this thought it was week. just me. And you guys okay, are cutting up. up. Okay, how about that? Um, all right, listen, Hail Mary. Hail Mary, so let me just take a minute to acknowledge people who are out here doing the things, okay? Uh, Ramona Hood, did you guys hear 
story where Mona Hood becomes FedEx's first black woman CEO. Yes, I did. And she started off as a receptionist in 2020 she stayed wow. consistent in the yeah. same field and moved from receptionist to the CEO of that bad boy. You okay. better come on through. And she is smiling for the Lord in this I picture. Know she is. You know she's been practicing that since when was it? 91? 91? Mimi Jones says, this is my week of giggles. Honey, let me tell you how this podcast is going down the hill. All right. So, yes, did you guys hear that story delegation about the FedEx CEO who worked her way up from receptionist to CEO? Somebody See, said, some of y'all quit too soon. soon. Oh, I didn't know you. Huh? I didn't know you were Well, there's a message for the people. Okay. Don't quit too soon. Don't quit too soon. Don't quit too soon. God's trying to elevate you. All right. Marissa said yes, and she was a single mom when she started. Happy single mom month. I don't know. Come on, single mom. Single mom Didn't know this is this is women's history history month. Let's throw all the women stuff in there then. Okay. Jasmine Hill said, and that's why they say treat the receptionist like you treat the CEO. I feel a word coming on. Okay. How about that? BK Smith says Ramona wasn't watering fake plants. She was taking care of business. Oh, Way to now. go, Ramona. All right now. Real, real plants in her office. Shade <laughs> from the delegation. Okay, so um uh yes. Oh, the next Hail Mary is Jill Biden. Somebody thought they was gonna Come run on. up. Come on, Jill. On Dr. Jilly's husband. No, not run up on my man. Somebody no, thought they was gonna man. run up on her man. What? During one of his little Say what? During one of his little things? Huh? And they did no, some vegans. Y'all don't sit down and have a cup of milk and hey, honestly, honestly, y'all, on behalf of on behalf of the whole delegation, <laughs> the vegan. Hey, we want to talk to the vegans, the no, delegation vegans. We want y'all to. We want y'all. We want y'all to chill. Yeah, drink you some almond milk and coffee. We want y'all to chill. Can y'all have almond milk? Sit we, down. We want y'all to let people live. I mean, dairy must die. Like, so do that mean cows need to die? Like, I'm so confused by y'all's so whole. We just honestly, truly. I'm confused by the vegan. Well, it's about respecting. No, the it's cow. just respect. We, well, right? No, it's about respecting people's decisions. But the cow has a purpose too. Yeah, what's the cow's purpose? To eat grass. Purpose. 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 purpose is one of the greatest purposes <laughs> yeah. that the cow has. Okay, who are we Corn. to tell a cow what they Corn. supposed cows to do? Cows have feelings and stuff. I'm just saying. Here's my thing. That's their purpose. Here's my thing. If you don't agree, that's fine. But why y'all got to be so aggressive? Aggressive. Like, we don't run up on y'all eating And lettuce. you ain't that strong. You ain't got no calcium <laughs> in your body. So I don't know why you running yeah, up on people low. acting you like you got muscle. You ain't got calcium. Sit down Get you some vitamin D and some and some calcium before you run up on people. This is how old people knocking you down off the stage. Jill is Poor Jill is not old. She's strong and powerful. Well, how old is Jill? She old it up right now. I'm gonna ask Siri. Now I need Jill to be older than Siri. How old? Yeah, what is Jill? She's old. I need to find out she's older than me. She's not old. She's sixty-eight. That's your mama's kind of somewhere close to your mama's age. 
I'm saying she she's she, crappy though. I'm saying she's she got she's supposed though. to First have less all, calcium than the vegan. Never crappy. forget that they from Delaware, which is really close to Phil Philly. So all I hear is Jilly from Philly, and Jilly yeah. from Philly is not the one. said not today, and you know you know Jill normally probably fight because the way that Joe was acting, he was like. Go on, babe. Go ahead, get him. You know, yeah, he wasn't holding her back. He wasn't no. holding her back. But no. I want to give her a hell, Mary, because I if y'all so. out here running up on yeah. me, if you a woman and you run up on my man, you run up on Torrey, you get knocked down. <laughs> you run up on my man, then this All is a, this is woman to woman. It now. is now. It is. And Jilly, when I tell you, that's in her to do. See, you don't know what's in you to do until I, life puts you up. Yeah. Glory yeah. until life so backs you up against the wall. She should have seen, but she took care of it. We're giving meals for that. How about that? Robin says, "Baby Jill said you." Can get it today. today. Yeah, they says right. She from Delaware. I heard they don't play in Delaware. Okay, they said Cora has me over here dead. <laughs> no, the, okay. And then the other video, Simone Sanders. Uh, do you guys know she's a CNN uh, commentator? She was who's? Uh, I think she was on Bernie Sanders' campaign in 2016, but she's on Biden's campaign. But she, there was another lady who came up and she like grabs her. She came out of nowhere and like picks her up and sat her right on down on the ground. I appreciate the women on the Biden campaign. Are not out there playing. Okay? Who wants to well. better? But in all fairness, yeah. can we get them some better security? Because I do not believe that they should have even made it up on close. the stage. They shouldn't have even made it up on the stage. I'm some dairy died. Dairy, dairy need to die. Dude, sit down. How did you get up here? Question. We need better security for the Biden committee. Okay, this is wrong that they made it up there. I'm gonna write up, write a strong. Natalie said, "Jill said these hands are rated E for everyone." Yes, yes, yes. These hands are rated T-shirt. That's the T-shirt there. Okay, so yes, all right, so yes, Jilly, Jilly from Delaware, close to Philly, is out here doing the thing, and I can't find another story. That's fine. Hail Mary to you all. I'm married to you. This week are good. Auntie. They are good. Okay. Um, I basically, whenever we have advice questions, I just pass them right on over to Dr. Anita because I don't think I uh, be wanting to give advice when there's a doctor in the house. Um, I want to find one that was really good. I think she sent it to me and Cora. Let me see. That one's good, but we're going to wait for that. Everything's fine. Y'all talk to I got it. I got it if you need it. Um okay, hold on. I'm gonna read this one first, okay? Okay. She says, Hi Sarah, I doubt you'll even see this, but have some faith. But if you come across this, maybe you could help a sister out. Well, I've been married for ten years and I just found out my husband has been having an affair with his ex. My deal breaker has always been infidelity, but some of me wants to work it out. Since I asked him to block her, 
His ex has informed me that her mom has cancer and needs to stay on to connect with him for support. Keep in mind she's married too. I told him I don't want him communicating with her and now he's mad at me. It's like my husband has lost the love of his life and I don't mean me. My heart is broken. I can barely look at our two babies without crying. Should I let him go and just pray he finds his way home? Or fight for my marriage with the man I love? I don't know what to do. Help, please. Wow. That's you, sis. I know. <laughs> um, I want to acknowledge what a difficult position that she's in. I think a lot of people, not just women, but a lot of people would say when they get married that infidelity is their deal breaker. When I do premarital counseling, I encourage people to have, um, to not have deal breakers, to not think about it in that specific way. Um, because usually you'll have an opportunity to test a deal breaker. That being said, people can recover from infidelity in marriage but it requires a commitment on both members that is um, of equal intensity. It will require disconnecting from the person or persons with whom they've had an affair that needs to be cut in order for them to have even a chance to recover. So the fact that he's not willing to cut ties with this person um, would lead me to probably encourage her to be open to the fact that they may not be able to work through this because this connection with this woman is obviously extremely intense for him. She's saying that she recognizes he's in love with her and she knows what that looks like. And so unless he's willing to cut all ties and turn all his energy inward to the marriage for them to do the hard work together and they would need professional support to get that done, that's not something that you just forget about and try to move forward. You need professional support to rebuild a different style of marriage after that. Um, but if that willingness isn't there, then it's unlikely that the marriage would be able to recover. Um, it's not that he's in love with this woman that makes it impossible for them to recover. It's the, not, the absence of the willingness to, to sever the relationship and close off every access so that they're focused. Um, when people do recover from affairs, one of the hardest parts is for the spouse who wasn't unfaithful to watch their spouse grieve the loss mm. of that relationship. And that when the, the relationship is that entwined, that is a part of the recovery. They are observing and seeing this person grieve the loss of the other person. And it can be hard to survive that. But it needs to be balanced out with that person's commitment to let their love for that outside person die and rebuild their marriage in a new way. And I don't hear that. Um, and so I would encourage her to not put in more effort than he is putting in oh. to the recovery because they won't be able to be successful if he's not putting it all in. You know what's crazy? Like the fact that the lady reached out to the wife to say that she needs... And that is a significant married, boundary significant breach. I don't know if that woman's husband knows yeah. that there's been an affair. Probably um, not. Probably not. Um, it doesn't. I would be hard to imagine that he did know if they're still together as well, and she's reaching out for support here. But that's a tremendous breach, um, one that has been made possible by her husband. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and whatever conversations he's had to make her feel safe enough to move in that way. 
um, further suggest that the chance of them recovering this is probably not great. Mm -mm. But I can't say that with certainty from a distance. Of course, but, so many yeah. people want to hear from you. I know they do. I'm trying to be measured because that's my job. Cora, so many people. Cora, it's not Cora's job. Cora, Cora, the comments. I'm reading them. Cora, they're ro the comments are rolling in. So many people want to know what you think about this. Cora, Cora, what say ye? I can't wait for Cora to speak. Oh, Cora, Lord, Cora, Cora's face is saying it all. Cora, saying it. Cora, first of all, Dr. Nina, I want to commend you for that very balanced, very balanced. and professional. Very event. professional. <laughs> it's important to me. It is. No, yes. That's what, no, no absolutely. I don't want, because yes. I don't want women to feel shame yes. by the fact that someone cheating on them doesn't automatically destroy their love for that person. Right. You, know, you tell them like, well, that'll be it, girl. I'll be walking. And that connection can surprise them. They can be surprised themselves at how hard it is for them to even consider letting go mm -hmm. of their marriage. And I don't want women to feel ashamed of that feeling. It's, it's valid and it, it's not uncommon at all because love is persistent. Mm -hmm. um, so that is, that's my chief concern is for women to not feel shame. I'm gonna toss it what, to my what sister now, though. Cor, what you see out in the window? Um, Cor, I'm gonna go ahead and let my girl loose over here, though. Cor, if you had a chance to talk not just to this woman, but perhaps the ex that reached out to this woman, what is it that you would say to her in this moment of of pain and, and tension for her? She's her mom's got cancer and she's lost a friendship that's really important to her and she's reached out. Imagine yourself being in this position. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mercy. Remember the mercy right. power seat. Right. Now, I think that it's disrespectful, it disrespectful. Um, for her to even reach out to uh, his wife knowing what she has done um, to be a dysfunctional piece in their marriage. Um, I think it's disrespectful for her to feel like she should reach out to somebody else's husband to be support when she has a husband of her own. Um, I, I think that this, this wife needs to value herself enough to stop trying to force um, him to be something that he so clearly does not want to be. And in order for her to be an effective mother to her children, she's going to have to show them the strength that it takes to be able to make a decision that's going to be a benefit to her growth instead of trying to, um, again, force herself to be something and force him to be something for her that he so clearly doesn't want to be. And if he's walking around like he's lost his best friend, he's obviously showing her that he values that relationship more than he values his relationship with his wife. And so they should be together. They should be together. You know, if, if this is such a devastating thing for him that he's not willing to work it out with his wife and he has more depression in losing her than he does his wife, then, then he should he should go. He should go. 
That's good, Corey. That relationship will unlikely, if he did do that, go and be with the ex and she left her husband and now they're together. Just saying, and that relationship was highly unlikely to work out. Yeah, either. absolutely. Because when people don't know how to be intimate emotionally, so they get into a marriage because they want emotional intimacy and then when they're that close, they can't handle it. So they want to be emotionally intimate from a distance. So you reach out to an outsider. Yeah. And then if you end up in a, in a marriage with that person, you still can't handle being emotionally intimate in close proximity. So they reach out to another outside exactly. person because they need that kind of distance to be in a relationship. They don't know how to function in a relationship in a Absolutely. healthy way. So Absolutely. they will just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Um, Anointed Air says she needs to stop watering that fake plant. Ooh, That's all I'm saying. Like you, Where you'll continue, going? you'll continue to mm -hmm. force yourself Absolutely. to try to find life in something, and it takes two to restore a marriage, just like yep. it takes two to destroy it. Yeah. And if he's not interested, like like she said, he walking around like he lost his dog. Like he really needs to. Mm -hmm. He needs to go. And she needs to work on healing herself mm -hmm. so that she can be an effective mother to her children. I love that you pointed out that it does take two people to Absolutely. Um, dismantle a relationship. And I would encourage this woman um, moving forward, whether she continues to try this or eventually moves on and try another relationship, is to look over these last, was it three years? Yeah. There's definitely been some flags in three years. There's definitely Absolutely. been. Absolutely. There so, were probably flags before they before even got that. Married. Very true. She's very an true. ex. And so often we're like, oh, I was blindsided. And then I, but, yeah, no. but it's never really the case. Um, yeah. If we were blindsided, it's because we closed our eyes. Okay. Next question. It's, this is another marriage question, but it's, it blessed me. Kind of. I mean, I don't want to say it blessed me, but I, you know, people are out here going through things in relationships yeah, that, that are new. Mm -hmm. New for me. Says, hi, I have a marriage question and I have no one else to ask besides you and your husband. My husband and I have been married nine months. This month he told me twice that he thinks he's a free spirit and wants to see other women while staying married to me with the possibility of marrying again if I accept it. And is okay with me dating other men while staying married to him. Additionally. I'm confused. Can we back up? It's, I mean, you ain't confused me. <laughs> okay. Did she? No. They're married. They're, they're married. married. Nine months. They're married. married. Nine months. He wants to be open to the possibility of marrying. An open, again. no, an open marriage. Okay. Basically, and, and possibly sides. marrying again if she's if she accepts it. So like a polygamous thing, like two wives. That's like what, two. Of them. That's why I was asking. He said he want both of them. Okay. Okay. I just like to be clear. All right. So okay. And it's okay with me dating other men while staying married to him. Additionally, he says he's trying very hard not to talk to other women, but I found out today he has been flirting online and asked to meet up with two ladies in his hometown while he's there for a family function. I'm really trying to fake this thing out, but I'm one step from moving out and moving back home. Can you please offer some advice or prayer? I'm really happy that she has a place that she could go home <laughs> sometimes women don't have a place to go yeah I'm go happy home. to hear that she Sis. has a place that she could go you know you need to go home I'm not telling you to file for a divorce because that's your business but you need to have some space because right now 
you're isolated, you're not at home, and you're with someone who is changing your morals and your standards. And the best thing you can do is go back to center, go back to the place where you have a foundation, where you remember who you are and what is important to you, and from there, <laughs> make a decision. Core, once again, the delegation. Core, the delegation was there for me. Core. 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 Understand that was why, a lot. Like, why even ask this question? Like, what do you mean? He, of course, she's trying he's to make free, it like he, he wants to be, be a free spirit. Let him be free. Free him. Free out from the marriage. Mm -hmm. Just because he wants to be free doesn't mean all of a sudden you got to be free too. So you gonna offer my body up too, and and yours, and I'm, I'm supposed now. to be good with this? No, you're not my pimp. You're oh, my husband. Whoop, whoop. You're my husband. And if you do not, if I am not enough for you, then you need to go find someone who is. You don't need to bring somebody in. to. That's going to, to bring insecurity to her. That's, good, that, that's tearing her down already. Already that's emotional abuse. Already you are telling her she's not good enough. She, she doesn't fulfill you. So since she doesn't fulfill you, go be free. All your spirits, free them and go on and she can go home and she can have a man that's going to love all of her and, and she will be more than enough. When you talk about open marriages, it suggests that you are not fulfilled by the one person that God sent you. You need extra? She's not enough? Bye. Bye, sir. Be free and, and live your life openly. And date and flirt with anybody you want. But when you do a covenant under God, it is to become one, not for uh, become one. It's the two of us. We come together and we become one. You want to bring additional people in. It's a three-chord strand. You trying to add extra chords? No. Go. Be free and date. He wants to, he wants to date. He doesn't want to be a husband. This this isn't the characteristics or the questions of a husband. This is the characteristics of someone who wants to be free and, and, and have a free spirit. So let him be free because you can't cleave and be free. Mm. So if you don't want to cleave, you want to be free, do that. Be free and you go home to your parents who I probably would, would dare say told you, you not to get into this situation. But that's yep. okay. That's all right. So go, okay that's what I'm saying. Yeah, go okay on home and and say, you know what? I need to be here. He he isn't what I wanted. He's not what I thought he was going to be. And, and start the healing process before he brings you home something you can't get rid of. And I want the my my, my single sisters especially who are who are listening. Your faith is not enough for the both of y'all. Come on I, and help them, Anita. It's difficult for me to imagine that this man was displaying consistently the characteristics of a godly man. Hello. Before this day. I it's hard for me to believe that he was displaying the character of God. He was leading y'all in prayer and 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 keeping his hands off you before you got married and making it to two services on Sunday and no. paying tithe. It's hard for me to believe this man was displaying godly character and then all of a sudden he just popped off and was like, "Hey, I want to have an open marriage." But so I do want to hear her get down into her faith like she said, but 
sisters, your faith is not enough for the two of you. And it's yeah. not enough for him to just not mind your faith. Right. You can have faith you can be foolish. Saved. That's cool with me. I'll go to church. Cool. That's cool with me. Because I've seen that happen time and time again. Women mm -hmm. will marry someone who doesn't mind their faith. Uh -huh. but doesn't possess that his oh, own faith well, that's and that's my point of saying your faith is not enough for the yeah. two of you now you want to have faith for what for him to get saved because it doesn't sound like he even is saved so what where how did we get here yeah too often as long as he doesn't mind my faith and my faith's not a problem for him then that's okay yeah but if yeah. he doesn't have his own solid relationship with god you gotta walk away. You got to walk you away. You gotta walk away. You can't have faith for foolishness. No. Like I said, you just can't. And mm -hmm. it's one thing to to believe God for for change and you know that He's gonna turn things around and all of that. It's another thing to believe what someone is telling you. About we try are. so oh. hard to to use faith as a method of changing someone, right. but that is not what that is about. You can't use your faith to change his character. Yep. It's not going to work. This is his character. You have to believe his character and make your decision accordingly. And, and pray for him at your mama house. Mm -hmm. uh, delegation seems to be resonating with that. Brenda says, first time you were, I tuned in just at the right time. This is a good word. Kathy says she probably saw the red flags burning going up. But she was convinced he was going to change if she, if she loved him the right way. Mm -hmm. uh, no name says men marry women hoping they never change. Women marry men hoping they do. Now that's a word. Um, and Anaya says your faith is not enough for the both of y'all. That was such a good word. Mm -hmm. I, what you said about uh, men not minding your faith. Like they don't mind that you don't have yeah. faith. But they don't have faith themselves. Mm -hmm. That's really important. That was really good. Yeah. And then, of course, that you can't have faith for foolishness. We are really, really uh, resonating there. Stephanie says, is there any real godly single man still out there? Lana, well, been single eight years and am in ministry, recklessly in love with Jesus and walking righteous. Where the true godly men at? I will tell you something. I know that I get this a lot because there are so many incredible women that I get to work with every day. But I also know that like in LA, we've seen a lot of couples come together at our campus there in Los Angeles. And I just don't want to be one of those people who don't believe that there aren't any real godly men out there. I think that there are a lot of men with integrity. I was fortunate enough to find my husband six years ago and he's definitely a man of God and I've seen him raise up some sons in our ministry too. So mm -hmm. I know it's hard out there, but y'all keep hope. Y'all keep hope alive. Hope yeah, alive. and then and if there. I if I can help some of y'all, uh, because some of y'all looking for a man, but you don't go nowhere. You don't go nowhere. You stay in your house, so he's going to burg he's gonna be a burglar. He's going to break in your window. That's how you're going to get your husband. You don't go nowhere. You go to church. You go to work. You go home. You don't go out. You don't go to Lowe's. You don't go to Home Depot. You won't go to the gym. You don't go <laughs> to no lounges. You don't go nowhere. But this this husband, he's a, is he the mailman? Is he your Uber delivery man? Like, you don't go anywhere. You you cannot What about complain. online dating? What y'all think about online dating? I say, you, yeah, I say if you're going to do it, you need to do it by, with caution. And this is the method that I tell people. You need to be FaceTiming each other. Like, you need to see this person so you don't get catfished. There yeah. needs to be a FaceTime conversation. There's too many video ways to talk to people for you not to be able to talk to someone via face-to-face -face first. And then um, I, I say to go on the first three dates with your homie in the corner of the restaurant. You know, like 
because you just cannot be too safe. So those first three dates after y'all have talked face to face, you know, online or whatnot, you decide you're going to meet together. You meet in a public place. You meet in the restaurant and your homegirl is sitting off in the corner so that you can do a red flag or a flare if anything goes down. You don't leave the restaurant with this man. You don't tell the man your address or where you live. He don't pick you up from your house or anything like that. But I don't think anything is wrong with online dating. I just think you need to do it very cautiously. Barbara Henderson said you need to go somewhere so he won't be a burglar. <laughs> For real. Shut <laughs> up. Y'all be thinking, oh, it ain't no men around. You don't go nowhere. There ain't no men. <laughs> what they not walking around your house. I promise you that. They not. Somebody said don't underestimate. You go to the hair salon. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I tell my girls, go to Home Depot. Act like you're looking for a tool. Like, where's the hammer? <laughs> you know, like, men are not at the nail shop. They're not at the beauty salon. They're not at the beauty shop in the unit section. They're not. Let me find out y'all gonna be at Home Depot with y'all's lashes and the lashes. I'm telling you, I'm looking for drying stuff by accident. Go into go into some soup places. Go into some, some soup good places. men's warehouse. But you getting a tie for your daddy, your uncle, your brother. You can't sit in your house though and be mad. Ain't no men showing up. Okay. Okay. One more question, just because we're on a roll now, and why stop? We're doing good. Why stop? Hi, Cora. This person sent the same question to me and to Cora. Says you and your ministry have been a great inspiration to me. I am currently married, but I put my husband out on March twenty seventh of two thousand and nineteen. 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 Okay. So that's a year coming. Nineteen. Mm -hmm. After I found out he was cheating and online dating, in addition to bringing other women around my three year old son. Wow. I recently found his mistress Instagram page and saw photos of them at their baby shower. Their daughter was born February 1st, and he has not said anything to me. Should I confront him? I would truly appreciate your advice on this because my heart is in pain. Let me tell you something before um, I turn this over to them. When you kicked him out on March 27, 2019, you joined Monster Business Ministries. That's what I think. What? I, that's what I think. That's, that's I, what I think. Yeah. Because you can't hold him. First of all, you kicked him out because he couldn't live to a standard. And now he's not yours and you're not living together. And you're still trying to make him do something that he couldn't do when he was living in the house. Yeah. As hard as it is to see that he was being who you've always known him to be, you just got to let him be who he's always been. Yeah. You know, you know, explanation now. I yeah. mean, would it be nice and respectful and honorable and have integrity to let you know that your child is going to have a step-sibling? Of course. But if he was capable of that, he would have never been cheating on you in the first place. <laughs> well, so, Sarah. Yeah, we're we're done there. Um, yeah. The only confrontation that he needs to get is from the person who serves the summons. Yeah, the divorce papers. Bring the divorce papers because what we also need to realize: if you're gonna separate, there needs to be some intention behind that. Yeah. If you're separating because we can't live under the same roof, it's too volatile, but we want the marriage, then you separate for work purposes. Mm -hmm. We're gonna go to counseling. We're gonna be doing this, mm -hmm. but to just be like. I'm going to put somebody out and then we'll just see what happens. The relationship is either either growing or dying. Yeah. And once you put them out of the house, that's 
unless there's some agreement on working to get your way back, it's, that was, well, a, see, it was over then. She put him out the house because she wanted him to fight to get back and in. He, and it's a year And later. homie left. And, and he had there. a baby shower. And he had a baby. Yeah. And I'm he just had to start a whole new family. It's you just over. can't expect him to be someone in separation that he never was when you guys exactly. were married. Like, and this is not diminish the pain of it, but I no, think right. that what you're really more upset about is that he continues to fail to live up this expectation that you had for him. Yeah, yeah. And every time you get a reminder of that failure, it feels fresh. And I totally, totally understand. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is he is incapable of being the person who who you want him to be yep. and every time he shows that sign you have to receive it and take it for truth as it is it's time for you to sound like it's time for you to move on and get start moving towards figuring out who you are outside of the marriage mm -hmm. but stalking him seeing how his life is progressing seeing him at a baby shower building a life what with another mistress's instagram page yeah. well everybody, everybody you got to do little now i'm just saying him. like at least now she has the information if, if she but had put as much work in trying to work it out with him as she did stalking the mistress's page and maybe this be a different ending but it's ended for sure mm -hmm. it's done mm -hmm. and it's been a year and so you're looking for him to be something different confront him for what confront yeah. him right to do what but because I sometimes think, we want to hear the words yeah you know, like well, i want to hear the words but he's speaking His well i want him to tell me he had right, the baby right, right exactly <laughs> And yeah. I want him to be sorry. You no, want him to right. be sorry. He's not, sorry. He's not he's sorry. Well, he he's broken. This is the truth. He's broken. The mistress is probably broken. And you are broken too. And the worst mistake that we make is expecting the person who broke us to also heal us. You have to take ownership of your own healing and your own growth and development after this pain. Yes. If you are expecting for him to fix it, for him to take all that you have invested in him and become this person worthy of your love and your value, you will be disappointed. You are the only one who can establish your worth and your value. You are the only one who can decide who you're going to be and how you're going to show up in the world, what you will accept and what you will not accept. It sounds like in March of 2019, you made a decision that you didn't want to accept his definition of love. Mm -hmm. And you have to hold yourself to that decision. And you have to go through the grieving process of letting go of the expectation of who he was when faced with the reality of who he actually is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Let him go. Let him go. You already let him go. So now solidify your decision. And stop looking for him to be something he never showed you that he could be. Move on. And you also need to get some therapy. Yes. When you say that, Dr. Oh, Williams. absolutely. Yes. Because we always, we tend to be with people who are equally as broken as we are. Yep. The shape of the brokenness may be different. The manifestation of the brokenness may be different. But the size of the brokenness is usually a match yep. and so yeah absolutely it's important to, to heal that because she'll find herself in a relationship with someone similar and one of the things you just have to know, like, you're not the only one who's gone through. Of course not. Absolutely like, not. Absolutely Because I think pain can be really isolating and make it you feel like be. you're the only one who's ever gone through anything. It can be. Or who's gone through this unique situation. And unfortunately, you're not the only person. But fortunately, you will be able to recover like so many women have in the past. And uh, as a Woman Evolved listener, I want to offer you the support that you need through BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp is an online professional counseling service with licensed therapists who are on standby and available to 
help you work and navigate through all types of different issues from depression, anxiety, heartbreak, relationships, trauma, grief, etc. You can connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. And what I love about it is that it's truly affordable. They also have financial assistance available for those who may who may need it. And our listeners are getting 10% off your first month with discount code EVOLVE. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com EVOLVE. Fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash evolve. Very good. And you guys acted really mature why I did it this yes. time. Dr. Anita used to be a licensed therapist on betterhelp.com. I say that all of the time mm -hmm. because you never know what kind of therapist That's you want true. to get, right? Yeah, but true. when you know that there's someone who you trust and admire who's been a part of that network, it can kind of help you have a vote of confidence. And mm -hmm. what is the, Dr. Nia always says, like, you know, when you're first meeting a therapist, like, you're trying them out. You mm -hmm. don't have to make any commitments, see if you feel comfortable. Right. Interview them just as much as you, you know, would interview anyone who's going to be a part of your journey mm -hmm. so that you can make sure you're being with someone who you can relate to. Yeah, and if the first person doesn't work out, um, give them three or four sessions. And if it doesn't work out, just try someone okay. else. Don't let that be your only, your only um, chance at, go at getting therapy. Just keep going until you find a match. Okay, beautiful. Um, Cora. Yes. Cora's going to give us a snack today. That's why oh, she had to stop clowning so that she could be consecrated. Are you consecrated? Are you consecrated? I, I think I'm good. All Is right. It, all right. Yes. Are you ready to preach the word? In season and out of season? <laughs> yes. On. Huh? Yes. My snack <laughs> My snack for today is Psalms 34, 19, and it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And I took a minute to look up affliction, and it meant something that causes pain or suffering. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think when we think of affliction, we think of just sicknesses and, and diseases and things of that nature. But I want you all to consider anything that you have been suffering through. A lot of our questions tonight are coming through a heart that is suffering, uh, hearts that are in pain, feelings and things that you're going through. All of these are afflictions uh, that the enemy brings to try to destroy you, to try to dismantle you, to try to detour you from your destiny. But I believe that if we consider deliverance above destruction, then when when we are faced with afflictions of any kind, we can be confident in what David said. Many are the afflictions. That means that we are all going to go through a several, several hurts, several suffering seasons. We will go through many, many hurts, many suffering experiences, but God will deliver us. He will rescue us from them all. So it doesn't matter what you are facing. It doesn't matter what may be hurting in you. It doesn't matter what suffering you may be going through. God is set to deliver you. It's not something that will come. It's not something that may come. It's not something that should come. It is set that he will deliver you from them all. So it doesn't matter how many you're going through, how many heartbreaks, how many cheaters, how many lies, how many sicknesses, how many cancer diagnoses, how many diabetes, 
you may be going through. It doesn't matter what affliction you may be facing. He is set to deliver you from them all. So take confidence in that. That I may be in a hurting season right now. Mm -hmm. I may be in a suffering season right now. But I will also be in a delivering season. God has set up to deliver me from all that I may be suffering or hurting through. And so that's my snack for the day. Sign your instrument says, yes, 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 preach, Cora. Rebecca says, I need to hear that right now, Cora. Thank you. Tiffany Faison says, amen, I believe it. Thanks for the encouragement. And Cynthia says, thank you, sisters. Tracy says, thank you, Jesus. Seems like that has really helped and resonated with quite a few people. You guys pray for us. We are wrapping up the Refuse to Lose winter leg of the tour tomorrow in Fort Lauderdale. It has been such an incredible and impactful time going from city to city, working with these incredible, incredible women everywhere we go. Uh, we're going to be back. Refuse to Lose Tour will be back in the fall. We're still picking out our cities and trying to see what's going to make the best sense and working out everyone's schedule. But hopefully we will be at a city close to you. Make sure you're following us on social media. I am at Sarah Jakes Roberts. At C. Jakes Coleman. At Dr. Anita Phillips. Alright guys. And Dr. Anita Phillips is going to have a podcast. Oh, we are creating a woman evolved network of podcasts with women and voices that we admire and want to bring to your attention and to your journey. And so Dr. Anita's podcast is coming. Stay tuned. Make sure you're following our channel so that you can subscribe and rate and have Dr. Anita help you do you better. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Anita, will you pray us out? Absolutely. Father, thank you. Thank you for women that have um, joined us today or that will listen to this in the future. Thank you for sisterhood. Thank you for the ways that you connect us to support each other and to learn from each other and to heal together. Father God, I just ask you to touch every single woman exactly where she is. If there's any woman in pain right now because something we've discussed has triggered something inside of her, Father, I just ask you to attend to that pain right now in a very specific way. We release your healing to hearts. You're healing to minds, Father God, and even to bodies. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 Love you guys. Love you guys. Love you.